If you thought it was bad last night, the Mariners somehow found a way to outdo itself this afternoon in Philly. They put up a goose egg on the board and wasted a fantastic start from George Kirby. Our thoughts coming up here on the Locked On Mariners postgame show. Colby, get it. You are Locked On Mariners, your daily Seattle Mariners podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Despite the loss, ahoy, sailors. It is Thursday, April 27th, 2023. This is Tidy Gonzalez and Colby Patnode for the Locked On Mariners postgame show. Thank you so much for making us your first listen after the game. Subscribe, like, and turn on alerts if you're watching on YouTube, or subscribe and leave a five-star review on your preferred podcast platform if you like what you hear. And if you're part of the crew and rock with us every single day, let us know in the comments below. And if you want to hear from us even more, please consider signing up for our Patreon by scanning the QR code right above my head. The link, as well as our social accounts, is also in the description of this episode. Mariners get shut out in their rubber match with the Phillies this afternoon. They wrap up the series with 16 consecutive scoreless innings as an offense, and that's where we begin this show. Colby, you're not going to win many games when Tom Murphy and Tommy LaSella are the only sources of offense for you, right? God, I hope not. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, what's a nice way to put this? It was a soul-sucking embarrassment to any Mariner who's ever worn the uniform be- before this squad did. Uh, it was a disaster. At bats were awful. Just almost like they didn't care to be at the plate. Like they were just chasing. And Julio had another rough day. Ty France was awful. The top of this order, just one through four, had the worst game you could possibly imagine. And that's the ball game. They went 0 for 15 with seven strikeouts. The only guy to reach base was Ty France, and all he did was not get out of the way. Uh, So, yeah, the offense sucked today from top to bottom, with the exception of Tom Murphy, which, by the way, good to see. Good for Tom. Uh, He'd been struggling, really needed a game like today, and, of course, he even throws out Trey Turner. Uh, So, Everybody aside from George Kirby and uh, you know Tom Murphy should be ashamed of themselves after uh, today's performance. Uh, it just goes to show you that two players are not, in fact, enough to win the game. Uh, you, somebody's got to pitch in, and the Mariners had a couple of opportunities to score. Um, you know, and and they actually did in those opportunities. They did put the ball in play with authority. Tom Murphy and Julio, and the one good at bat Julio had in, in this entire series. Uh, they both hit screaming liners. They just happened to be right at Nick Castellanos, and, and that was that. So they had mm-hmm. their two opportunities. They just couldn't get the hit. Sound familiar? Uh, and as a result, they dropped two or three to a pretty struggling Phillies team, and now they have to go on the road and play a you know a, a Toronto team that's playing really well right now, and they have to face one, two, and three in their rotation. So not great. You know, you look at the last 24 hours or so, a couple losses, both of them by one run, both of them excruciating in other way in kind of different ways, but also the same. The offense was just disastrous. And on top of that, you lost Robbie Ray for the season. So yeah, vibes are not good right now. Uh, and uh, today is just kind of a, uh, a kick in the groin uh, to the, uh, the vibe of this ball club. Yeah, this offense needs to get its act together and quick because, as you said, they are going to get massacred in Toronto. Because, look, you got Luis Castillo Friday, which is great. Maybe you can win that game like two to one, hopefully. Right. You can't win a game zero to negative one. So, right. So, you know, maybe you can pull that out without much offensive production. But Saturday, you have Chris Flexen against Kevin Gossman. And then Sunday, you got Marco, who's been pretty good, but still, you know, I, 
I'm still waiting for the Marco blow up. I haven't fully bought into him being this good again. I know I'm a hater. I, I know I'm such a hater, but stay sipping that hater raid. Somehow the Mariners actually had more hard hit balls than the Phillies today. They had a higher expected batting average as well. You mentioned in a couple of key spots, they did uh, put some good wood on the ball. Um, just went right to guys, went right to Nick Cassianos in a couple of instances. But you wouldn't be able to guess that if you saw this approach from this offense, the collective approach of this offense at the plate. It's terrible. Like you mentioned, the top of the order, the one through four in the order goes a combined 0 for 15 with seven strikeouts. It's unacceptable. Look, I get guys are going to, you know, slump all at once, but it's it's disgusting to watch. Like, yeah, you're going to get shut out. You know, that's going to happen over the course of the season. Even the best teams in baseball are going to get shut out. That's going to happen. You're going to get shut out occasionally by guys that you should do damage against as well. Bullpens that you should do damage against. Starters that you should do damage against like Matt Strom. That's just, you know, the way that baseball goes, right? But it doesn't make it any less gross to experience the day of. And it's super frustrating. Uh, I'm salty. <laughs> I'll, I'll say that now. I'll get over it. Uh, but can't lie, doesn't make me feel great about all the money I just spent to uh, go watch this team for the next three days in Toronto. So, <laughs> yeah, not, not feeling super hot right now about this team. Yeah, um, maybe they can give Ty media credentials and he can walk into the uh, the clubhouse and just look around and say, Julio, you suck. Ty, you suck. Like, right. Ty, you and, and Mar- are embarrassing and, the namesake. And, and Marco and Marco, I'm I'm your number one hater, obviously. Yep. You suck. Yeah. And by the way, speaking of players that I'm actually a hater of, Tommy LaStella uh, had one of the three hits <laughs> for the Mariners today. Go figure. Pinch hit. I still I still don't understand the process of pinch hitting uh, him for Pollock in that yeah. situation when Pollock That's not to go into it. Yeah, when all of Pollock's hits are against righties, that just made no sure. sense to me. Whatever. Uh mm-hmm. but he he was able to flip a single into left field, got on base, and actually gave the Mariners one of their better chances to score uh in this game, which yeah. isn't really saying much, but no. yeah. Side note, with that base hit today, Tommy LaStella now has a higher batting average than Julio Rodriguez, Teoscar Hernandez, A.J. Pollock, Tom Murphy, and is just one hit away from passing J.P. Crawford. So, Four yeah. for 17 to be, you know, to, to add some context, but yeah. <laughs> I think it's time to give Tommy LaStella more at-bats. Actually, oh. what it's time to do is DFA him and call up Taylor Trammell or Cade Marlowe. Yeah, they wouldn't even uh, let him run, which I mean, like also or Mike given Ford. given the situation. I mean, you, that yeah, one, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, it's like uh, they, he literally hasn't done anything other than step into the batter's box for this team. Yeah, um, <laughs> and quickly exit most of the time. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and also a little weird to you that Sam Haggerty didn't get a start against the lefty. That's yeah, I I don't quite understand that. Like this, well, like it a is pretty. You know, he's coming off of a concussion. You kind of want to kind of have to wonder if he has his equilibrium, you know, if he's still kind of like if he doesn't, you shouldn't have activated him. Yeah, because it's dangerous to even have him in the in the dugout if he can't if he can't maintain balance. So I don't know. Today seemed like a really good day to give Julio a day off or to give, uh, you know, J.P. Crawford a day off, just like somebody. I, I just I don't know. And then it was weird that they they chose Caballero over Haggerty. 
I wonder if that's just how they view those guys now. If if Caballero's officially jumped over, or maybe they're just playing the hot hand type of thing. But mm-hmm. it was kind of weird to me that that Haggerty didn't get used um, in today's game, really, with the exception of the one pinch running opportunity. Uh, not even against the lefties that they brought out. So that that was weird. Honestly, I, I thought that was weird. And you know, if you're not trusting Sam Haggerty more than Caballero, you're essentially playing without a bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, and that's that's not going to fly, especially when you have guys like Julio and Ty France struggling. And you know, Tay Oscar had a rough series, he was on a pretty good run for a while, but he had a rough series. Uh, yep. you know, Kelnick didn't really pick up the slack the uh, the last two nights. He did draw a walk today, and then you know, he doesn't mm-hmm. look bad at the plate at all, so it's it's not a concern yeah. there, but. Yeah, I mean, you need more. No, from Colby Julio. moving him up to third in the lineup last night broke him. He's finished. Scott yeah. Service ruined Jerry Kelnick. Duh. He had the best at bats of anybody on the team today, not named Tom Murphy. But yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Then, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I like I said that that was a soul sucking embarrassment to anybody who's ever gotten a hit in a Mariners uniform. Um, you know, with the exception of of Tommy Lestella. he's like, yeah, see, this is what it feels like. So to end this on a positive note, Tom Murphy, Not like possible. you mentioned, Tom Murphy, like you mentioned, good day for him. Good to see him swinging the bat well. A couple hard Whoop-dee-doo. hit balls. do double down the line, single, mm-hmm. and then uh, obviously had the what could have been potentially a uh, game tying hit that was uh, caught ultimately caught by Nick Castellanos, but still solid day for Murph who. Like you mentioned, also throughout Trey Turner to end the bottom of the eighth. Uh, that's that's a pretty difficult feat. Trey Turner is one of the fastest dudes in the game. It's going to be pretty hard to uh, to get him, even if you're Martin Maldonado. So, uh, yep. pretty cool stuff from uh, from Murph today. Hopefully, that's a sign of him turning things around. Um, George Kirby, really good today as well. Seven strikeouts, just one walk. We're going to be talking about his day. As he goes a career high eight innings pitched in just a moment. But real quick, a reminder, this episode of Locked On Mariners is brought to you by eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look at the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Less ride. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And you're listening to the Locked On Mariners postgame show. Thank you again for making us your first listen after the game. Colby, it's that time of the show where we talk about Feeding America and our fundraiser we got going over there. We got a few days left and we're a little bit over $15,000 raised or 150,000 meals raised. So tell the folks what we got going on over there. What you guys already know, we're raising money for Feeding America. We hey, got maybe a, we, we got, got some new left. listeners, pal. After today's game, I doubt it. Um, I mean, but, Mariners fans love to hate watch. 
There's one thing we know about Mariners fans. They do love to to. There's a certain group yesterday's that loves to numbers hate would seem to disagree, but okay, okay. But maybe those are some unique listens tie, listens tie, tie, that tie, don't tie, tie, listen tie, to tie. you know the positive. This is not the shows. time to defend your your idiotic stances right now. We're talking about putting food in people's mouths. All right, so right, don't interrupt sure. me. Thirty-four million mm. Americans suffer from food insecurity, including nine million children every single day. Feeding America is a fantastic organization that turns every dollar raised into ten delicious, nutritious meals for those facing food insecurities. Mm. We started this fundraiser a little about a month ago now, almost a month exactly, uh, with a simple goal to raise maybe five hundred dollars, which would be five thousand meals uh, in the course of a month. And you guys have absolutely crushed it. As Ty had mentioned, we are over now fifteen thousand dollars. Um, thanks, uh, to everybody who has donated. We're still running the, the fundraiser through the end of the month. Uh, you can donate yourself by scanning the QR code on the screen right now, or if you're just listening to the podcast, uh, the link will be in the description down below. Uh, you can also subscribe to the channel, uh, if you, if the, to our YouTube channel, if you haven't already, and we will donate, uh, 10 cents for every new subscriber we get. Uh, so just by clicking this, so the, ugh, the subscribe button, I'm fumbling worse than the Mariners offense right now, mm. but just by clicking the subscribe button, you're donating a meal to somebody who needs it. Uh, and if you've done all that already and you still want to help out again, share the link with your friends, your families, put it on your socials. Uh, maybe go talk to your, uh, your employer and see if they will match your donation, uh, as well. So like I said, it's, if we're, we've got a couple more days here, Monday will be, well, I guess Friday's show will be the last time we'll do this little ad read and or this little read. Um, and then on Monday, we'll tell you guys what the final total was and uh, all that. We'll keep you on the loop because we did say at $10,000 raised, if we got there, Ty would get himself a tattoo and we're there and steps have been made to uh, to fill, yep. fulfill that promise. So we'll keep you updated on all that when all that goes down. But uh, it's been an incredible fundraiser so far. We still have a couple of days left see how far we could push this thing. But I think as of right now, we're at about 156,000 meals when we add up all mm. our subscribers and uh, stuff like that. So can we get to one 160,000? Can we get to 162,000? Huh? Mm. But uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for all your donations already and, and for spreading the word and helping out in any way you have. And uh, it's greatly appreciated. Thank you guys so much. All right, George Kirby. Seven strikeouts, one walk. He goes a career high, eight innings pitched on just 89 pitches. We said at some point, George Kirby is going to Maddox someone as a complete game shutout with fewer than 100 pitches. He's going to do that with that elite command, with how much he lives in the strike zone and throws quality strikes. And we saw that uh, in full-fledged form today. Seven strikeouts, one walk, a rare walk from Kirby. And despite that, it shouldn't have even been a walk either, by the way. It shouldn't have. It shouldn't have. That was a two-seamer that ran right over the inside corner. Should have been and that strike was, three. And that, and that was a pitch that ended up getting called a strike a couple of times against the Mariners today yep. as well, but I digress. Um, Kirby made difference. Kirby made his 30th career Major League start today. And with that, despite the walk, he became, uh, or he uh, has the highest strikeout-to-walk ratio through a pitcher's first 30 career starts in MLB history. That is a mark of six, five, four. So best start of the year for Kirby, in my opinion. What'd you think today, Colby? He's right. Um, it's kind of an interesting George Kirby today. It was the curveball really carried him, which is a little bit unusual. Uh, you know, Kirby last year when he was doing really well, it seemed like the two seamer was kind of the big, 
uh, swing and miss pitch and then the slider. Uh, but we know George has, you know, four or five pitches that are all pretty good. Uh, and today he just kind of really lived on the, on the fastball, the, uh, the curveball and the two seamer. Um, and they were all really effective. He was able to pound the strike zone with them. Uh, you know, 37% called strike plus whiff on the, on the four seamer, 36% uh, on the two seamer. Uh, and the curveball was just a, a great pitch to kind of steal strikes uh, away from uh, the Phillies. They just really kept him off balance all day. Uh, velocity was fantastic today. Topped out at 97, uh, you know, was right around 93 to 95 all game. Uh, the, the You look at the spin rate numbers today, he was spinning the ball a little bit better than usual. Uh, but today what it really was, just had really good command, uh, really good control and command. Uh, was able to put the ball in the corners all day. Really didn't make many mistakes. He had something like five hard hit balls uh, on the day, and yeah, this is this is probably the second best start of his career. I think the one he made in the playoffs against the Astros is is probably number one. Uh, but yeah, this we've seen Kirby do this before, and and you know, thankfully the Phillies were really aggressive early in the early in the count, uh, and Kirby took full advantage of it. You know, he was basically on pace to throw a complete game and less than a hundred pitches, uh, which I mean, I guess technically he did do, but uh, yeah, it, it was just as good as you can get from Kirby. The strikeouts were there. This is the guy that Ty and I allegedly put money on to win the American league Cy Young. And this right. is the guy we thought we were doing that for. Uh, it was great. It's unfortunate that this outing will be wasted and therefore kind of forgotten yeah. in a week or so, but uh, it was, it was really good against a really solid lineup and, you know, unfortunately, the the Phillies got that one more hit than the Mariners did, and and George Kirby takes the L. Uh, yet another scathing indictment on anybody who thinks that pitcher records matter at all. Yeah, I feel terrible for George Kirby. He did everything that he could possibly do in order to allow for this team to win this game, uh, and they just didn't give him any support whatsoever. You know, some of that is a little bit of bad luck, but like we mentioned in the first segment it was just a bad overall approach from this offense. And that's where the blame ultimately falls for not just this game, but the last 16 innings as a whole, really. Yep. Um, because, you know, even last night, you know, you point the finger a little bit at Logan Gilbert and the bullpen, obviously Justin Topa obviously didn't have a, a good outing uh, whatsoever, but the fact that they weren't able to play add on at all, which is a, an ongoing theme for this team really Disappointing stuff. I'm not going to say concerning because it's still very early and things can change drastically in a matter of not even weeks, days. So I'm not going to overreact in that sense. But again, when you're experiencing it in the moment, it hurts to watch. It's super painful. Mm -hmm. Today really sucked. The only positive really outside of Kirby being as good as he was, this game went by really quick. Yeah, two it, was over, it was over in a flash. Yeah, I was expecting to start recording around 4.30 local time here, Eastern mm -hmm. time. It's 3.55 right now. <laughs> so. Yay. Yeah, yeah. And that, uh, and the game ended, what, 30 minutes ago? Something like that. Like, it was very quick. I think it was like two hours, 12 minutes, two hours, 15 yeah. minutes, something like that. Very quick game. So, thankfully, we didn't have to experience experience this for a, for a long extended period of time. All right, so sure yeah by the way point proven gregory soto sucks yeah he was all call back the to the winter episodes 
Yeah, no. So, all right. So <laughs> I had that fired up. I had the clip that you oh, posted. You I was, it, yeah. yeah, I was going to drop it. I was going to be like, hey, this is an appropriate time to post this if he blew it. But uh, the sure Mariners, tried. yeah, they, he really did try. And the Mariners uh, just tried harder to uh, suck more. Just guessed. So, just yeah. didn't want to embarrass a guy at home. Right. Of course. Yeah. All right, so just, since tomorrow's episode, which we're going to be recording here pretty much right after we record this, uh, is going to be about Robbie Ray and how to deal with that. Let's talk a little bit about this Blue Jay series coming up in just a moment. But real quick, a reminder, this episode of Locked On Mariners is brought to you by RocketMoney.com. RocketMoney.com. Where is it? Rockmoney.com is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, and chances are you're one of them. Rocket Money will quickly and easily find your subscriptions for you, and for any you don't want to pay for anymore, just hit cancel, and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. It's that easy. Rocket Money also helps you manage all your finances in one place and automatically categorize your expenses so you can easily track your budget in real time and also get alerted if anything looks off. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. So stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash lockedonmlb. That's rocketmoney.com slash lockedonmlb. Rocketmoney.com slash lockedonmlb. This episode of Locked On Mariners is also brought to you by Built Bar. If you're like me and you want to make healthier snack choices but don't want to compromise on taste, I've got just the thing for you. Built Bars and Built Puffs. Built Bars are healthy and taste amazing. Seriously, they taste so amazing you won't think they're good for you. You got to try this. What makes Built Bars so good? Well, for starters, they are all covered in 100% real dark chocolate. That's right, real dark chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and cookies and cream. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they are healthy. Only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around to get yourself a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built bars at Built.com, but now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club while you can still get your specialty flavors over at Built.com. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built bars. You can pick up a four bar box of cookies and cream bar double chocolate bar or coconut puff and if you're close to sam's club run in and grab yourself a 13 bar box with their hip flavors brownie batter puff and churro puff you can thank me later and you're listening to the lockdown mariners post game show thank you again for making us your first listen after the mariners one nothing loss to the philadelphia phillies now the mariners will head north of the border to my neck of the woods in toronto ontario canada for a three game set with the Toronto Blue Jays, a wild card rematch. Of course, the, the last time the Mariners were in that building, Rogers Center, they swept the Blue Jays two games to none in the wild card round for their first playoff series victory in over 20 years. So, <sighs> given the way the last couple of days have gone, I don't think we're going to see a repeat of that. Hoping that I'm wrong, especially because I have spent quite a bit of money to go see these games in person. So, 
the vibes are certainly different right now than they were last October. Let's, yes. let's put it that way. Yes. It is it is my birthday weekend. I really don't want to be sad on my birthday. Please, please, marriage. Just Nobody give me cares. at least one win. Just give me His birthday's one. not till Monday. And by the way, it doesn't even matter to him because he's not even wearing the birthday present I sent him. It's upstairs. I'll wear I'll, you want me to wear it on the next episode? I'll wear it. Yeah, I do. There you go. Okay. Fine. All right. Boom. All right. I'll wear it by next way, episode. Did you ever get the second one? No, I never got the second one. Okay, well, that's probably good. If you guys want to find out what it is, check out what I'm wearing on tomorrow's episode of Lockdown Mariners. Hey, sure. Tease. All right. Yes. So, uh, by the way, side note here, uh, mm. Scott broke character a little bit. Uh oh. Publicly, not shaming, publicly. I don't really know how to rephrase this, but criticizing. Yeah, a, a little, okay. a little. It's okay. very, very mild, even for Scott. But okay, um, Scott said of the game determining play in the second inning, was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't show up as an error or anything like that, but it's a mistake and it costs us a run. Ultimately, the game winning run. He's got to hit his cutoff man, referring to Julio, overthrowing his cutoff man, allowing for the guy to slide into second safely and before they could tag him out. So, mm. uh, Scott, you know, not a guy who says stuff like that he's very much a, a you know go with the flow guy and and that's something that he certainly says privately to guys but he doesn't doesn't really say that often uh now again that's not an admonishment or anything like that like that's just you know just stating fact but uh to me it's not worthy because that's not something that scott usually does and and you know there's nothing wrong with holding even your young superstar accountable for for poor play and julio's play poor play was not you know just stuck in the batter's box in this series he was he was bad out in the field too and that play sucks now if you actually score a run it's really not a game determining play but so it goes but anyway yeah. so that that was noteworthy very interesting indeed because you definitely don't hear scott ever really talk like that even if it's just a very minor thing it's still like he's very much like protect the players you know, everything's either on me or it's just, you know, it's not a big deal. You know, we'll get them next time. Like that's typically, yeah, that's yeah. typically Scott's MO. Uh, all right. So Friday's game, tomorrow's game, Blue Jays, Mariners, rematch of game one of the wild card series between Alec Manoa and Luis Castillo. Castillo, obviously coming off of not a great start against the Cardinals, but still very much has been one of the best pitchers in all of baseball early Cy Young favorite in the American League. Uh, still uh, one of the top guys for the AL Pitcher of the Month Award. Probably not going to get it after the start against St. Louis. We'll see how he does here against Toronto. Uh, and then Saturday, we're looking at Chris Flexen against Kevin Gossman. Uh, let, let's just say I, I spent the least amount of money on the weekend on that game. Got the got the worst seats for for that one. Yeah. That's going to be the the beer and hot dog game for me, personally. If you want then, to win the series, you have to win game one. Yeah. Uh, and then Marco Gonzalez against Chris Bassett, which could go either way. Bassett hasn't been very good this year. Uh, same as Manoa, but also Mariners offense. You've seen it. Yeah, yeah, you've, you've seen it. You know, look at the last 16. Look at the last 16 innings and tell me that you think they're going to score a run off of anybody. <sighs> yeah. Uh, you're not making me feel better about my purchase. <laughs> uh, all right. So one thing to keep a, an, an eye on heading into the series, uh, George Springer left the Blue Jays game yesterday 
with a um, after being hit on the hand uh, with a pitch. Um, so he had x-rays, precautionary x-rays. They came back negative, but obviously there could be some swelling. And once the swelling goes down, you know, we've seen multiple times in the past guys, you know, get there's like hairline fractures that get revealed, all that stuff. So who knows if Springer's going to be able to play in the series. That's something to keep an eye on. And it feels like every time the Mariners are about to play the Blue Jays or they're playing the Blue Jays, Springer is hurt or he gets hurt. Uh, it's really weird. Um, and I like George Springer quite a bit. So that actually bumps me out a little bit. Not from a Mariners perspective, though. That certainly helps the Mariners, even though that Springer's kind of off to a slow start. But let's get your thoughts on the series uh, heading in. Obviously, you know, offense is bad, right? Let's get that out of the way. Um, specifically, how do they win that game on Saturday with Chris Flexen on the bump? They don't. They don't. <laughs> yeah. They don't. You send Chris out there, he gets shellacked. Hopefully, he gets shellacked over five or six. You can kind of save the bullpen a bit. Um, yeah, it'll be pretty interesting to see uh, if they make any moves now. Obviously, traveling to Canada, there's a couple more steps you have to take if you were going to call somebody up from, say, AAA. Uh, you know, Taylor Trammell, Cade Marlowe, somebody like that, or Mike Ford, or, um, you know, maybe another arm anticipating flex and getting shellacked. Uh, but it's, you know, obviously with customs and, and stuff like that, passports, blah, blah, blah. So it's a little bit different. Uh, so I don't know if there's going to be a move made, uh, or not, but yeah, I, I, I don't think you're going to win that game on Saturday. Um, I think your best shot to win a game is probably tomorrow. And it's only because you might be able to scrape a run or two off of Manoa and Luis Castillo can go out there and hopefully do what he did last time he faced, uh, the blue Jays, but we'll see. You never know how these things work. The Mariners could go out there and score eight on, on Gossman. Who knows? Um, it's just, Baseball's a weird game, uh, but you just have to play, but you have to clean it up. Just can we not look like we've never seen a curveball before or like we've never seen an inside fastball before? Can we just look competent? I don't even care. If we get hits like just can we not go can the top three not go 0 for 15 with seven strikeouts and like yeah. 15 terrible at bats or 13 terrible at bats out of the 15? Like, come on, Julio has to step up. Ty France has to step up. They have to be better. Right now, those are your two worst hitters over the last week. And they're hitting one and two in your lineup. Not acceptable. It's not okay. Um, you know, not at the same time. So it's just kind of one of those things, though, where what do you do? You're not going to pinch those guys. You're not going to send them down. You're not going to, um, you know, you, it's just a bummer, unfortunately, that they both happen to hit the slump at the same time. And, We'll see what what happens with it, but uh, yeah, it's it's a tough series, and and you know, I think you have to find a way to salvage a game. Uh, mm -hmm. You can salvage a game, you end up you end your road trip in Oakland. You should be able to win that series, but again, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we'll see. But you gotta you gotta find a way to avoid disaster. Take one of these games. Don't go to Oakland with a five game losing streak, and just try and get right. Um, and obviously, you know, after Oakland, they play Houston. So not exactly a, a break in the schedule, but, right. uh, you know, you got to you gotta start turning the ship around and, and you got to start uh, scoring runs, which is weird to say since they scored five runs in both of the first two games of the series. So and uh, and that stadium at Rogers Center is going to be rocking. Uh, it's yep. also, you know, it's a weekend series. It's also they I think Friday and Saturday are giveaway days. So those tickets are a going revenge series. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's going to be pretty packed in there it's going to be loud 
And now with the new renovations out in the outfield, bullpen is elevated and it's about like five feet away from fans and there's like no wall blocking it. So relievers, they're going to be hearing it all game long. Uh, it's going to be look, really interesting look, to see how this team handles it. I look forward to Blue Jay fans thinking that winning the series over right. the weekend in any way makes up for them getting swept out of the playoffs, including blowing an blowing, eight to one lead. Yes, yeah. including yeah. the biggest choke job in in playoff history, mm-hmm. aside from the you know the 2004 Yankees, of course. Um, I look forward to them, you know, like ah oh, ha ha, sweep that, Paul Seawald. It's like, dude, do do we need to throw on the tape? Because this yeah. was like six months ago. So yeah, do I need to show you the win probability uh, yeah. graph? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Like, yeah. yeah you, you remember? It reminds me. You remember when after the Seattle won the Seahawks won the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and they played the Denver Broncos in the preseason oh, the right, following yep, year. Yeah. Yep, yep. And Denver dressed everybody, and they played their starters for an entire half in the, like the second preseason game. And their newspapers ran headlines that said it matters because they beat the Seahawks in the preseason. And then like three weeks later, like four weeks later, they went on to lose in overtime to the Seahawks in Seattle. Yeah. 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 And you know who cared that they beat Denver specifically? Nobody in Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, oh, cool. Yeah. That was a good win. So it was yeah, a good it's kind of shout out to Marshawn Lynch. Game winning touchdown. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of those vibes uh, for me with, with Blue Jay fans because, you know, they went like, oh, all is rectified. Ha ha ha. Take that. And it's like, mm. really? <laughs> like, should we roll the tape? Mm. Okay. No, yeah. You you beating Mark Chris Flexen on, on Saturday totally makes up for the eight to one lead you blew. Totally. Yeah. Uh, uh speaking yeah. of the Seahawks, check out Locked On Seahawks. Got the draft the next three days. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be having a lot of coverage over there. So check them out if you're a Seahawks fan and you want to get all the latest coverage on what the Seahawks are doing in the 2023 NFL draft. Gonna be a really entertaining night tonight in Kansas City with the Seahawks making two picks in the first round or at least slated to make Allegedly. two picks in the first round. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. John Schneider, chills. He's going to do it again. Uh, that's going to do it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Lockdown Mariners podcast. For Colby Patnode, I'm Tidy Gonzalez. Be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. You can follow me at Dane Gonzalez, C-A-N-E-G-N-Z-L-Z and Colby at CPAT11 that's C-P-A-T-1-1. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok as well over at Locked On Mariners. That's one word, Locked On Mariners. You can also find all that stuff in the description of this episode. And thank you again for making us your first listen. Tomorrow, we'll answer the question, what can the Mariners do in the wake of Robbie Ray's season-ending surgery? But for now, have yourself a beautiful baseball day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Peace.